Well, good morning. Thanks for being with us today. I hope you're enjoying our service. Today's going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to be preaching from the Bible as such as we usually would, but we wanted at the start of this new term to just update you with what we believe God is saying, some of the things we're exploring. And so it will be a bit different, but I hope it's going to be helpful just to frame these next few months and where we're looking to go. I don't know about you, but when everything began to really gather pace with the whole coronavirus situation back in March, I didn't think that we would still be here in September. I didn't think we'd be still having a message like this, talking about how uncertain the months ahead are. But God has been with us, and although we haven't been able to meet in the way that we would like to and the way that we feel is really important too. We have been able to maintain connection with each other. We have managed to do our weekly broadcast every week and we're so grateful to those who've been part of the content and also particularly those who have made it happen technically from a video and audio point of view and I include Hub Kids in that as well. Thank you so much to those who have been part of these broadcasts. But the months ahead are still uncertain and we are waiting to hear clearly from God. Of course, we're pushing doors, we're looking at options, but I will outline this morning how we are inclined to wait until we hear clearly from God before making any key decisions about changes and things we're going to do. We want to be sensible. We want to to be operating in a way that's safe for ourselves as a church but obviously anything we do as a church in terms of larger gatherings could have an effect on the wider population and so we want to do things well we want to do things safely and we want to do things properly but we do place a big emphasis on meetings so we are looking to meet as we can and as we feel is safe and and is within the government guidelines and so I'll be updating a bit on that this morning. We are going to be starting a new series on being a church without walls next week. And so I'm afraid you've got me for two weeks today and next week. But I do see this as kind of part one and part two almost. Some communication today and then next week launching into a new series where we really want to unpack what God is saying to us and where we're going and the kind of church we want to be going into the future. So I hope these next few weeks are going to be useful and I'm sure you're going to enjoy the series. It's going to be a challenging series, but I believe that God is going to speak to us and mould us more into who he wants us to be. Because, of course, we're talking about Jesus's church here. It doesn't belong to any of us. It's his. It's his bride. It's his body. And so we want to follow what he is saying. So just as I begin this morning, let me just share three things just to frame really the communication I want to give and just set the scene a little bit. So firstly, I just want to say that we're working it out like everyone else. We don't know exactly what's going to happen in these coming months. Of course, we're praying that there won't be a second wave. Please continue to pray for that. I'm sure you are. But we don't know what government rules and guidance will come out. We don't know what decisions they will make. We don't know, they don't know a lot of these things at the moment, I'm sure. But we want to follow the rules and the guidance. We want to do that diligently, but we want to press forward in faith as well. 
but we are working it out like everyone else. Secondly, we're not aiming just to get back to how things were before the pandemic hit. We're not, our goal in this is not just to get back to how it was. I'm sure there will be some things, some elements of how things were before the pandemic, because of course God was doing some good stuff. But we don't want to just get back to how it was. We believe that God is moulding us and changing us, working in us as individuals and us as a church. And so we want to respond to that. And we want to move forward in a new shape, a shape that's appropriate and right for what God wants to do post this pandemic. So that's that's our heart. And we hope that you hear that and that you're able to go with that. And as things develop over the coming months, know that we're not just trying to get back to how it was. And then thirdly, I just want to acknowledge that there doesn't seem to be a really clear prophetic sound that's coming out at the moment for us as the hub church, but also for the wider church as well. There doesn't seem to be a clear, united, prophetic voice on what God is doing and and what he wants to do in the future in, in the light of this pandemic. And so I want to say from the start that we are inclined to wait until we we know and we're clear on what God is saying. Now, that's not an excuse for just doing nothing and just waiting and sitting back. That's not what we're doing. We are pushing doors. We are looking at, at options. We are we are pressing forward and uh, exploring what we believe God is saying at the moment. But until there is a clear prophetic sound, then we are inclined to wait and to allow God to speak in his timing and in his way. So hopefully that sets the scene a little bit for what I want to share today. When we started The Hub back in January 2018, nearly three years ago, can you believe that? We started meeting at the Apollo Hotel. We did a lot of work to explore different venue options. And the reality is, apart from the expensive theatres in the town, there wasn't really an option that would house more than about 250 people on a Sunday morning. And so we knew that the Apollo wasn't all that we wanted or needed, but we did feel that God led us to the Apollo. And we feel that that has been the right place for us to meet meet at. We felt God speak to us clearly about the Israelites and how in the Exodus story in the wilderness, they would camp when the cloud stopped. When the cloud moved, then they would pack up and they would move on, only stopping when the cloud stopped. And then they'd camp and wait again for the cloud to move. It was only God who could call it. And so we felt that that was that was how God was speaking to us about the Apollo and how we needed to be open to stay there as long as he wanted us to stay there, but be ready to move as well when we felt it was time to move. During this pandemic, the Apollo has been on standby as a hospital for the NHS. It's been under contract with the NHS to provide some 125 hospital beds in the event of the overwhelming of the Basingstoke Hospital. And of course, being so close to the hospital, the Apollo was an ideal venue for that. And so we haven't, even if we could have been able to meet, we haven't been able to use the Apollo for a number of months now. They are in the process of returning the Apollo back to the to the hotel. Uh, it is likely that the NHS, if there is a second wave, would choose to use the Apollo again. We don't know that that's the case. We just assume that it's an obvious choice for them. 
So there may be some uncertainty going forward into the autumn and winter months as to whether we could use the Apollo. But we have been in touch with the manager regularly and there is an option potentially for us to use the Apollo at times during the autumn. But we need to do that safely and we need to do that well. We need to consider how many people we could have in there. There is scope for us to be able to meet the government have allowed acts of worship to take place. And these acts of worship don't have a limit on numbers, but we have to do it in a safe way, of course. We have to observe social distancing, proper hand sanitising. We have to consider how many people can sing and how many people can speak and, uh, and, and pray out and all those kind of things. We have to consider about children's and youth work and how that could be done. We would have to follow all the rules of schools and, and we would have to follow all the rules of, of a cafe or restaurant if we wanted to serve refreshments. And so there's lots of things that could potentially cause us problems. We would need to do a proper risk assessment, of course, and and be accountable for any decisions we make. And so there's lots of things to consider. And we are considering all those things. We are also considering other options of venues we can meet at, maybe Serum Hill Centre, maybe other churches even. So there may be much change ahead and there may be a lot of flexibility that we need to embrace in order to meet together as we'd like to. So we would encourage you to bear with us. We would love it if you could pray for us. We have been so blessed by the messages of encouragement from you and the amount that you've been praying for us on the Tuesday and Thursday prayer gatherings that we have each week. Many times those who have joined those prayer gatherings have prayed for the leadership team and and the messages of support as a few of us have gone through some very difficult times in the leadership team has been so appreciated. So we're so grateful for your support and for your prayer. But as we go forward, we do want to do that well and we do want to do that in a sensible way. I want to just share for a few moments as well about as, as I have about our Sunday gatherings. I want to share about the new missional home as well. For me, this pandemic has really underlined our need for a new home for the hub. It strikes me that although, of course, all churches haven't been able to meet for a number of months, uh, maybe some have started meeting. But certainly during the the height of the pandemic, maybe between about March and and July, August time, all churches really haven't been able to meet. But some churches who who have had premises have been able to be a base to serve the community and, and then have had maybe an easier time of being able to consider whether to start meeting again. But at the core of our vision is serving our communities. At the core of our vision is transforming society. We want to be a church that blesses those around us. We want to share the gospel, yes, but we also want to share the heart of God for the poor, for the widows, for the orphans, for those in need. And we're so blessed to have a church here in the hub and and in, and in the wider BCC's family as well, who are so committed to serving. There's so many key people in the in the food bank, in night shelter, in the safe chaplaincy, 
in Money Lifeline, BSOM, all these initiatives. There's so many people from the hub and BCCs that serve so well in these initiatives. And thank you if you're one who just regularly gives your time to bless those in need in our town. And we want to be a church that can do that. And, and particularly as we consider what life is going to be like after the coronavirus um, and, 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 and how it's going to be. We want to be a church that can make, take advantage of, of, of serving the needs in our communities and being a blessing to those. There will be much need if we think about the, the furlough scheme coming to an end next month. And the impact that they may that that may have. There may be some of you watching this morning have been impacted financially through this pandemic. And we want to look after you. We want to bless you. We want to help you. But we understand that there's real need in our community, too. And we feel that if we have a base, if we have a missional home, then we could be so much more effective at doing that. So just to update you on progress with where we're at, we posted a video a few weeks ago on Facebook and sent it around on email as well, just to explain a few things. So I won't repeat all of that, but just to say we have approached the council planners for a pre-app, uh, a request for their thoughts on how, a, how a, any full application for planning in the future would be received. We have sought the help of a planning consultant and also a transport consultant in compiling that pre-app, which has now been submitted, because we wanted to do that well. And one of the big things that many of you raised in your feedback and that we were very aware of as well is parking and transport to the site in question in Winklebury. And... We wanted to get the thoughts of a transport consultant as part of the pre-app because that would help us as well, but also help the council planners in their considerations in that respect. So, so that pre-app has gone in. We have also put in a revised offer for the land and that has gone to the council and the gentleman who's working for the council and working with us his responsibility is for the sale of that piece of land. He's submitted his report to council members and in October they will consider our offer. So please do be praying into that. But the offer and the pre-app are two key areas that we need to, to see God work into and God speak through. With the, any advice we get back, which, which we're expecting in time for the council members decision that will help them but also we know that it will help us as well and it will provide us with some indication as to whether the council planners would approve a full planning application and so we see this as really good work and we see this as quite a key pivotal point in the pro in the process so please do be praying into this and do be praying for God to guide and speak clearly on this project thank you for your feedback thank you for the overwhelming response that you're happy for us and want us to continue exploring the project and so we are doing that but we need God to speak so thank you for praying into that we're really happy to go into any more detail with anyone who's a member of the hub or a member of BCC's into the project. There's obviously much more I could say. There's lots of work going on behind the scenes. I'm aware, though, I don't want to say too much on a broadcast 
like this. And so please do approach us. Please do contact us if you'd like to know more. And we'd be very happy to meet with you or to chat with you and update you with where we're at. As I start to come towards an end, I want to share a prophetic word that Phil Thomas sent to us a couple of weeks ago. Phil's a member of our wider leadership team, a trusted prophetic voice within the hub. And so Phil shared this with us. I want to read the word that he gave us and then make a few comments about it. And I'll come into land in a few minutes time. So Phil starts off by quoting a few scriptures. The first one's in Matthew 13. It says this, Jesus also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast used by a woman making bread. Even though she used a large amount of flour, the yeast permeated every part of the dough. And then also from Matthew chapter 13, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It's the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants and grows into a tree where birds can come and find shelter in its branches. And then finally from Isaiah chapter 9, his government and its peace will never end. And then Phil said this, I saw a river which had been blocked, not by a man-made dam, but by a collection of branches, reeds and weeds. The water backed up, then it found new ways to flow, rivulets flowing in many directions. The rivulets found many places in which to flow, through reeds, in among grass, even down into the earth, through underground passageways. Nothing could hold the water back from flowing. There is a blockage to the normal flow. Maybe in time the blockage will be cleared and normal flow will be resumed. But for now, don't think the water has stopped flowing. The new rivulets need to be discovered and work done to help them flow to the fullest extent possible. What was church is blocked, but the flow of the gospel and of the kingdom has not and never will stop. Look, see, discover where this new gospel is flowing. Nurture it, invest in it to ensure its flow is unobstructed so that if and when the blockage is cleared, the old river and the new rivulets will all prosper. Thank you for sharing that with us, Phil. So there may be a large blockage at the moment, but where are the new things? What are the new things that God wants to do? Where will the river flow? Yes, maybe in different directions. But won't it be exciting when this pandemic is over and when the blockage is gone and when the river flows freely again, joining with all the new things, all the new rivulets, all the new ways God has been working while we've been living through this pandemic. So let's stand with each other. Let's refuse to go back to how things were before. Let's press into what God has for us. Let's go at God's speed in his way. Let's do the way he wants to do things. Let's look for that and be open and obedient to how God is leading us. Let's pray that God will make it clear what to do with the new missional home. Let's make it, let's pray that the pre-app and the response to our offer 
will make it clear what God is saying. We will need miracles along the way. Of course we will. But we are seeing God at work. We are seeing people come into his kingdom. We are seeing people blessed through what our church and other churches are doing. Let's celebrate that. But let's hear God and let's press into what he wants for us. Finally, when I was preaching a couple of months ago about the Apostle Paul, I shared that I used to be a firearms officer in the police, how I used to be on a unit called Armed Response. And when I went to my selection day for that unit, they took us through a number of exercises to see how we performed under pressure and see what was in our character and in our nature. And one of the things they did was they took us out to the grounds of a big house. It was wet, it was damp underfoot, and they made us all lie down next to trees and under different areas. I was, I was told to lay down on the ground by a tree and, and it was pretty uncomfortable, it was wet, it wasn't very nice and, and the instructor showed me, pointed to a window in the building in front of me and said, very simply said, watch that building and remember what happens at that window and we'll talk about it later. So I laid down by this tree and started watching this window thinking that maybe five, ten minutes max I'd see something happen and, uh, and then we'd be done. About two and a half hours, maybe even more, passed before anything happened in that window. And when it did, all that happened was a man walked to the window from inside the building, looked to his right, looked to his left, and then walked back from the window. And I thought to myself, that, that, can't, that can't be it. I haven't waited two and a half hours just for that, have I? And then the instructor, about 10 minutes later, stopped us and got us back in the bus and we went back to the training centre. And we had to write down in as much detail as we possibly could everything that happened in just those few seconds at the window. And the instructor later told us that the reason that we had done that exercise was to see whether or not we could just be there, whether we could just wait, whether we could remain focused on the window just for a few seconds of activity. He wanted to see whether after all that time of waiting, we would miss it, or whether after all that time of waiting, we would pick up on it and we would remember it and we'd be able to act on it. We're in a time of waiting at the moment. It's uncomfortable. Maybe you could relate to my story there. It's uncomfortable and we want it to be over. We want it to be done. But maybe God will speak and maybe it will just be a few words. Maybe it will be that moment of revelation and we don't want to miss that moment of revelation. So we're waiting. We're pushing doors, like I said. We're looking at options for how we can meet together. One of those options is that we may have some worship times uh, coming up in the in the coming months if we can find a suitable venue and if we can do it in a safe way so we'll communicate on that if we manage to come to a place where we're happy to do those but we are in a time of waiting we don't want to miss it and we ask you to pray with us we ask you to join with us and we ask you to feed anything you feel God is saying we do get a regular feed in of, of prophetic words from different people and we really appreciate those so let's join together on this let's be praying into the things i've shared and other things that are on your heart 
But let's follow God. Let's follow the spirit, what he's saying. Let's be open to waiting if we need to do that. But we want to emphasise that we believe in meeting in person and we are trying to do that in the way that we can. But we hope you understand the limitations and that we need to do it in a safe way. So God bless you. Tune in again next week. We're going to be sharing about the Church Without Walls and opening that series, which we believe God is speaking to us about. Bless you. Thanks so much.